Rocky? Yeah, you got to change your crazy ways. You hear me? Say you're leaving on a 7.30 train and that you're heading out to Hollywood. <laughs> Girl, you've been giving me that line so many times it kind of gets like feeling bad. Looks good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> March 13th, 2019, uh, Billings, Montana. It's a Friday packet with Stocky and Stout. I am talking into a microphone, so my name is Stocky. There it is, and I'm just a little fat. I'm Stout. Sure. Yeah. East to the left. Uh, we've kind of classed it up this week with the uh, beer selections. Yeah! We, we did pretty good. Something else. Sure, we got Full Sail, and we've got uh, New Belgium Emperor? The Emperor. The Emperor. Hemp Pale Ale. It uh, smells exactly how you think the Emperor would smell. It is uncanny. Mm -hmm. It smells when you pop the top off one of these like somebody just opened up a baggie of some illicit oh, substance. That's right, the devil's weed. Yeah, hippie lettuce. Hippie lettuce. Mm. Forget me nots. <coughs> uh, we are at the Friday packet at gmail.com for questions, comments, concerns. Patreon.com forward slash the Friday packet if you would like to become a sustaining member. And who wouldn't? A Robocop level member. You can join many a fine patrons throughout the world. <laughs> many. Supporting said podcast. You will be in good company. And uh, if this is your first time joining the podcast, uh, this is a podcast about uh, aliens and conspiracy theories. Yep. That's all it is. Yep. No, we mostly talk about Billings City Council and Billings Goings-Ons. Um, it's our own little walk, our own little jaunt, jaunt of discovery, if you will, mm. um, into city politics, city government, city structure, and are just wonderful, humorous takes on everything. <laughs> That's oh, what you so come witty. for, isn't it? You come for the laughs. You do. And you stay for the incorrect information. Oh, man, this week we got a doozy. Yeah. You want to see an agenda, or agenda, as they say down south. Um, <laughs> also we got up north. They also say it up north. <laughs> and, and maybe to the west a little bit. I don't know. Let's read. Let's do. The... What is on your consent agenda? What is the consent agenda? That's an agenda. That's a consent. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there any more to explain than that? It seems pretty obvious It really me. does. Uh, nothing on the regular agenda this week. All consent agenda. 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 And that right. is not standard, is it, Stucky? Not usually. Usually the they'll have uh, a few split off, you know, like a zone change mm -hmm. or a resolution or something. They'll split it off and then they'll... Sometimes plow through the consent agenda because it's already staff-approved stuff that they've seen and are usually pretty aware of. Um, but this week there wasn't any sort of any sort of a other agenda. The whole idea of the consent agenda is to um, put some just standard boilerplate shit down that can just all be approved at once, mm -hmm. so that they can get onto the contentious shit after that. Yep, and this week they put all the contentious stuff right smack dab in the middle of the consent agenda. And they didn't get through that until 
what, uh, 9.30? 9.30 was the... The... Uh, wrap the, uh, time. Wrap time. Yeah. Well... It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. And and the, the fact that everything was on consent and everything got separated out did not escape the... Uh, the uh, notice of mm, our illustrious city administrator, mm-hmm. newly appointed Chris Cuckoo Cuckamania Cuckoo Running wild, I tell you. Oh. He's doing such a wonderful job. He's doing pretty fun good yeah, for a new guy. Yeah. He keeps pulling the new card a little too much. Yeah, he, you know, he does Pull say... Pull back the card, bud. He does say he's new. Pull back the card. Put it back in the deck. You're a professional government employee by this point, so pull it back. <laughs> we'll read through the consent agenda. Okay. Um, this will be entertaining. Consent agenda 1A, bid awards. There are seven new collection trucks for Solid Waste Division. Tank truck for the Solid Waste Division. A work order 19-03, contract number one, city overlay. Work order 1903. Contract number two, city digouts. Work order 19-03, contract number three, city crack, seal, slash mastic. B, Questy's centralized document management system agreement. C, city council special investigations units, CCSIU agreement. Number D, consultant agreement with Sanderson Stewart to complete the inner belt loop. E, professional service contract for Southside Triangle water main replacement. F, services contract for pay parking by cell phone system with pay by phone. Amendment number one, residential snow plowing. Amendment number one, lease extension through terminal project gift shop concession agreement, air host billings incorporated. Amendment number three, lease extension through terminal, <laughs> Jesus, through terminal project, airport, restaurant, lounge, casino, casino. How come there's two number ones and one number three and no number two? <laughs> Typo? I'm guessing? One would hope. Mm-hmm. J, conf- confirmation of prob- probationary police officers. 2019 to 2020 city council priorities. L, resolution allocating $15,000 of council contingency funds for the blah, 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 warship. Preliminary minor plat of Lake Hills subdivision 25th filing. N, preliminary minor plat of Canals- Canal Vista, generally located north of the intersection of Ditton Drive. Final plat of O'Malley Farms subdivision and Bills. Who's Bill anyway? Bill is a cop. He lives out in Lockwood. <laughs> He's a jerk. He likes to dig holes for no apparent reason. <laughs> All right, that is your agenda. Hmm. A lot on there. It's it's very exciting. Oh man, was it ever? You uh, attended. You were. I did. There live and in person. I sure was. So they pulled off. Um, much to the chagrin of, uh, I would say, like 60 to 70% of the audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Canal Vista subdivision, the developer wanted to give a little more time to try to figure out what kind of we- you know web he sort of weaved. Yeah. Or, or she, I don't know. Consult with their legal counsel, too. As Consult I with their legal counsel. They pushed that back to the 25th, um, but that didn't stop people sticking around. Um, and the airport stuff, any sort of, uh, extension, any of the concession agreements, they sort of hold held off on those yeah. because they're redoing the airport mm-hmm. and it was kind of murky how that whole, whole situation worked. So they pulled that off there. So I want to know, you went there and it was, you said it was a full ass house. I only streamed, so I didn't get the, there was a full ass house, uh, of, 
homeowners that surround the Canal Vista subdivision. Um, and a majority, I would say all of them, all of them got up and spoke in opposition to it. Uh, for a myriad of reasons, um, they weren't upholding to their agreement, which was, which is on the Canal Vista development side of keeping um, the number of houses down in that neighborhood. I think it was in the 35 mark. And this new proposal comes back, I think it's 55 to 57 houses um, that they are going to cram in there, as people were saying. Oh, yeah, cram. Um, and uh, one of the more interesting comments that I heard from the night was that it was going to attract, um, in his opinion, the wrong kind of person, which would be a, you know, uh, low-income people and first-time home buyers. Those were the those were literally yeah. the only two things he cited as the wrong kind of people. I, I just don't understand the absolute just rejection of, you know, a subdivision that you feel that is not up to your standards. I mean, you deny it because you feel that it's just going to attract poor people because that's what I, you know, convey from that. That's all I picked up on, too. I mean, there was... If you're going to have an actual conversation about affordable housing in this town, and then you pack a city council meeting to bitch about a developer who may not be above board, I get that. He's been kind of waffling on, on his agreement and all that, but... If you're gonna just gonna come to council and just talk about that mm-hmm. for three hours, yeah, um, and not expect someone to sort of push back on that whole narrative, yeah, um, I don't know. You know, okay, so half of the speakers at least mentioned that they're like, I'm not against development. Development, of course. I not. just want the developer to stick to what he said he was gonna do. So, okay. I get that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And it's okay that you um you chose to buy a house there for reasons, I imagine. Sure. It certainly wasn't the only house you could afford in town cuz they're not the least expensive houses around. So they're like, "Okay, well, they they say they're just going to put some more little lots in over here and there'll be more houses like mine on this street and that's what the developer promised me." I'm not sure how he would promise, he or she, would promise that to you as you're buying a house there. But mm-hmm. I guess I'll take you at your word that it was your understanding that that's how it was going to be. Yeah. Okay. And you don't like them just going back on their word and that's why you're there protesting. That's a valid argument. Sure. It's okay. But the other half of the speakers and even some that cited that first shit just said they don't want poor people in their neighborhood. Yep, of all the the problems that it attracts. Yeah, and that. So some people that are trying to get a leg up, you know, they don't have the generational wealth that you may have accrued over your entire life, <laughs> or can afford the house or several lifetimes. Yeah, um, you're not willing to give up your comfort in your home life apparently because all poor people are just going to come in. There's just going to be all of a sudden nine gang wars going on all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, and you can't have... Your kids will just definitely die if they go outside. I mean, it's... I push back really hard against that stuff just because it... Just when I hear it, it just reeks of nimbyism and all poor people are just awful people who don't love their kids and they're never around. 
I mean, they love their kids just as much as you probably do. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying just as hard to get by in life as you probably are. They don't have, you know, the smarts maybe or the, the education or the degree that you have. But, you know, they're trying and they mm-hmm. don't need to get shit on, you know, 24 hours a day. Yeah. Like going to work that to a job they probably don't like or mm-hmm. if they do like it's just a means to an end and then come home to their neighbor yelling at them because um, their car is parked too far out into the street and, you know, your your kid was running around saying the F word or something, you know. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I, I temper my comments because I knew at least a few of the people who spoke. I'm not mm-hmm. going to speak for you. No. But I have a suspicion that you probably knew at least one of them. I did. And um, not unreasonable people. No, they're not. They're fine. Um, and but. what was curious, if I was on the council of pushback and saying, okay, well, what kind of people do you want living out there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. What kind of people would you approve of yeah. buying a house? And why? Yeah, and why? There's no honest and frank discussion about affordable housing in the city where you could go to the, you know, the developer wasn't being all above board. So there's, there's a two way street. Mm-hmm. He wasn't bearing, being very forthright. He didn't show up for the meeting. He, he wasn't even there. He yeah. wasn't even there. So there was that. So you all, you just got bombarded with this, this one side of people who automatically think they're going to build, you know, 20 plexes out there and it's going to yeah. turn into hell on earth, you know, Mad Max situation. Well, and I'm going to, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll totally admit that i guess based on very little prior knowledge i was kind of chicken shit to not even be there it is so okay if it's a big deal for you and it's a development you're you're concerned about the neighbors he was in con or he or she was in contact with them uh initially and uh just sort of fell off so and it's not all one way and it's not all the other way no but, no but, but also, i'm just not going to not have a conversation about, you know, third acre lots and, mm-hmm. you know, are we using the city's land um, and to the to the best effect? I mean, as we spread out and sprawl in Billings, um, using the land that we do have in an efficient and, I don't want to say proper, but just an efficient manner. Yeah. Well, how many square feet of fresh asphalt do we need per person? Sure. Are you running horses out there? Are you running cattle? Do mm-hmm. you have a? I'm guessing not one of them. Well, there was one guy that had a garden and he was concerned about all the uh, retention ponds that were in the <laughs> the preliminary the drawings. There's like six of them in there. No, oh, and they apparently stink. They do to stink. One other person, so. They do stink. Apparently. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, whatever. And but also a little bit of weird legal drama with the uh, city council. Oh boy. I was out there and I ran into Councilman. Oh, niece. Niece. That's yes, right. Thank you. And he said Called he'd vote out. against it. Yep. And <laughs> that I didn't even really realize. I mean, it makes sense. And I think I knew it before, but there was like, there were tire screeches when he said that. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, wait a minute. You can't be out talking to. Yeah. Members of the this public promising to vote against <laughs> something. Yeah. And, and also, Fredell called him out on it and later and said, did you say that you were going to vote yes or no on this? He's like, I, th- I forget his exact words, um, but it was, it was some legalese, you know. Non-committal. Non-committal. Um, no. 
No, I did not say those words. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say. Dream of it. I yeah. Uh, I don't know. And and whatever. But also, little something I didn't. I don't actually think I fully understood. Which <laughs> throw that on Excuse the me. heap of everything else I don't fully understand. Sure. Which is literally everything. Mm-hmm. Um. Excuse me. Uh, the city government cannot get involved in private covenants. Also, aside my little soapbox, yeah, they are covenants. They're not covenances. One, a single is a covenant, mm-hmm. and plural is covenants. Not covenances. Not covenants. There's a covenants that covers that. That's not, no. No. One person said it right the entire night. Fair enough. It's but Montana. Anyway, yeah, it is. Whatever. Just fuck. Never mind. <laughs> Learn a book. <laughs> uh, the city cannot get involved in like HOA covenants. They can't enforce them. They can't um, arbitrate them. anything like that. If it's it's all privately agreed on. Mm-hmm. Uh, HOA stuff and the city cannot become involved until uh, apparently after I looked it up if it, if there's like if they vote in a covenant that's like we will not allow any Puerto Rican people to move into this neighborhood <laughs> that one they can kind of <laughs> step a in the discrimination there probably yeah. but if it's if it's not illegal the city cannot be involved and so if the property developer is violating covenants that they set up mm-hmm. and the other existing people in the neighborhood don't like that city can't just they can't get involved they can't say no sorry you get it or yes you have to fucking get out or whatever yeah. you just have to stay out of it yeah i guess that leads to the I, the people that showed up felt like the city should just do something right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, why aren't you doing something? We're saying something about it. We're here talking about it. You should then vote it down and, and stop it. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not how it works. Yeah. That guy owns that property. The guy owns that property. He wants and like, it, it goes back to the, it wants you're, you're all for property rights until it starts abutting yeah. your property and, and messing up your life. Yep. Absolutely. And then you're all up in arms. Yep. So sorry, you can't build your house there anymore. That wouldn't go over very well either. Yeah. Or sorry that you can't have your house on this lot now. You have to tear it down. Yeah, that wouldn't go well. I've, I've been trying to see their side of it. I, you know, and I and can, I kind of do. Yeah, but. I can. I can see that they didn't stick to their word. It wasn't what we were told. Blah blah blah. But, but yeah, also, it's it's all just once you know something starts pushing against them. Mm-hmm. This will be the only the time that they show up. I'm gonna guess that most of them didn't know that Project Recode is going on in the city. Probably, which not. is an entire rewrite of the the code inside the city. Mm-hmm. Um, which hopefully will, it's not going to alleviate everything. There's no way it can, but it's certainly, it's gonna definitely help. a step in the right direction. In my it's opinion. not going to hurt. Um, but a lot of them were, I just, they just sort of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> it just really did. Me too. And you um, know, I, it's, it, it, it all seemed very, um, privilegey. You could say that. I mean, you get in the whole, I mean, people moving out of the city center. I mean, it started in the 50s when they started incentivizing, you know, mostly white families to move out to the suburbs. So you got, you know, undergirded by mortgages out on the, <laughs> out in, in the suburbs and then um, just get angry and pissed off when, 
you know, people want a part of that dream naturally. And then you're like, no, this is no. What's terrible about density? <laughs> I don't get it. And like, some people want it and some people don't. If you, if you don't want to live in density, if you want, if you want the, all the perks of living in a city, do you have to deal with the city? Probably. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, running cattle or if you've worked out in your budget that you can live in Park City, Fromberg, Joliet, and commute to city, you know, city all day, fucking go for it. But yeah, knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. Um, yeah, but if you want to live close enough, and you know what? They moved out there because it's not quite in town, and now it's becoming a, it's a part of town. Yeah. It's <laughs> filling in around them. Guess what? That fucking happens. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want it to happen, then maybe you should show up and uh, say that there should be infill laws and, uh, yeah. you know, fewer uh, out outgrowth. Yeah, why don't you just do, uh, you know, attach work requirements to your goddamn HOAs and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just do, a, you know, income screening. Uh, <laughs> send you through the scanner to yeah. make sure you're... I don't know. Minimum adjusted gross income. <laughs> Fuck. We got a real bad attitude about this, I think. Yeah, it definitely hit me the wrong way. And, you know, I don't, I can't imagine for a moment that the people we know who spoke would ever listen to this. But. Oh, even if they did, if they asked themselves that question, if you don't want that moving in there, what do you want moving in there? Yeah. If you're so concerned about it, why don't you pool all your money and buy that development and then you can build your little, I don't know, utopia out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Which absolutely. is just probably a 10-foot wall. Like, you know, the people on the West End who didn't want the brewery, they wanted the brewery to build a 10-foot stone wall to make sure that, what? Nobody could see beer. Sure. I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> I get real salty about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, oh. I, and I by no means, or stretch of the imagination, have all the solutions to that. No. That problem. Um, no. It's even a problem at all. It just... It's, it's it's something in front of me, and I reacted to it. I just... Yeah, same here, man. I And what the fuck do you do? You just... I don't know, those are my... A couple of things. You get involved in, you know, any of your heights task force, if you're, you're concerned mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. It's just this mentality that if you, if you show up in mass one time and state your grievances, that's all you need to do. I mean... That's it. There's yep. not... There's a lot of work that goes into it. There's a lot of time, planning, thought that went into you know city staff to set up these criteria that they have set up and the infrastructure they have set up. Um, some may say like the public notices might not be enough, but there's a lot that went into it to make it the system that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and for and for someone to expect just to go speak once or twice at a city council meeting and that's all you need to do. Um, is kind of foolish on my on my part, or on in my understanding of yeah. it. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. And you know what? It, I guess I will give them a little credit for showing up once, because sure. most people don't ever show up, mm-hmm. and you don't have to fucking devote your life to it. But there are more subtle things that have led to where we are, mm-hmm. and what you're pissed off about. 
I mean, you could go down a whole wormhole. Like, yeah. uh, your your life is so busy that you don't have time to be involved in some of this. Sure. Maybe you should probably rewrite it. Never mind. We won't go down that one. Yeah, no. I'll just um, tell people how to live. <laughs> I mean, if anybody wants to listen, I probably do have some good suggestions that I think you'd really enjoy. But yeah, turns out I you look at my life. It is exemplary. It sure is. Uh, follow, follow the, me. The dream. Do what I do. Yeah. Live in the dream. Yeah. Uh, you to can each his own. Job shadow. I say to each his own. Yep. Um, and I'm not gonna, I guess, apologize for my opinion. But no, I don't want to apologize. I also don't want to play. I told you so with people. I want there to be a constructive dialogue that happens. That, like I said, if you don't want that there, what do you want? Have mm-hmm. a constructive dialogue. There's a constant need for affordable housing in Billings. How can you work with this developer to? Create that division where that both sides are satisfied, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. While at the same time not infringing on property rights. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. It's not going to be easy. It's not an open and shut. It's not a five by five case, if you will. Well, our wonderful thing. I will say, <laughs> make it. It should all be twenty five square should units be. Uh-huh. of whatever the fuck that is. Whatever, whatever you're measuring at five by five, I hope you always have twenty five square units. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Should we go back to the beginning? So Philip sixty six got up at the beginning. Um, at the meeting, yeah, uh, they gave thirty thousand dollars to the worship fund. Uh, the HR people got up, spoke, and and gave it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, which segues segues nicely into the USS Billings. Mm. So, uh. The city authorized fifteen grand out of the contingency fund to throw at the USS Billings. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found it interesting that the chairperson of this fundraising commission didn't accuse, you know, recuse himself from any vote. Another member on that board did not recuse himself from that vote. I thought that was curious. No one got up and said anything. <laughs> okay, so I bit my tongue real freaking hard. You know, I wanted to get up and say something, but there was like. A bunch of war veterans and chamber people there, and I just was like, "This is, this is an awkward position to be in." Because I wanted to say something, but also knew that it would fall on deaf ears. I can see, I can see it. I guess I was just sort of not pussied out, but I was just a chicken shit, really. Because honestly, that would be the ideal situation to probably get up and say something about it, but I chickened out. I I don't blame you, <laughs> if I'm honest, and I think that. Uh, I suppose they they didn't recuse because they, well they justified it by I'm not making any money off of this personally. This is a, something that I volunteer for, so sure. Blah blah blah. Does that recuse? That's the question I was trying to answer. That's so what I, I don't know either, man. I don't. I, don't I was like, sitting by Kevin Nelson and I was, I was picking his brain. I was like, <laughs> should they be like recusing themselves from it? He's like, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Let's just take for a moment, uh, yeah. take a moment to uh, think about the fact that Kevin Nelson said, I don't know, do you? Well, he was laughing. <laughs> he was like, yeah. But you're not wrong, though. See, and I don't know. I, I don't fucking know either, man. Like, it seems It, it, it like, seems shady in my mind that you're asking, so, that, you know, Philip 66 gave 30, 30 grand at the beginning. You're asking for the city for 15. And that's not even going over the fact that Fredell brought up he wanted to take the entire contingency fund for the rest of the year of the city of Billings, put it up, match it dollar for dollar mm-hmm. with all private donations. So what the contingency fund is, 
anybody who's wondering, mm. is the uh, budgeted expenditure item established each year to provide the city council with money for emergencies and to take advantage of uh, opportunities that cannot be anticipated during the budget preparation. Okay, so. So how big of an emergency do you think it is to uh, fund a, a warship? Uh it's Pretty very, big. very... Yeah, it's basically... But they did like, include in that, that that this is straight out of their, their budget um, to take advantage of opportunities that cannot be anticipated during the budget preparation. Yeah, opportunities. Which allows it to be used pretty much for yeah, anything in my, in my understanding of it. So, and I, and I get that, and I do think that, that just having a contingency fund, even if the opportunity is to, say, the Boy Scouts of America want to fucking do their annual jamboree and billings and we want to throw 15 grand at them to whatever. Sure, you know what I mean? Shit, circle pit. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. But I mean, wouldn't it make sense to be able to roll over what's left from last year's contingency fund into next year's and they went it through a whole bunch. I, I was trying to watch it online today and I was having trouble piecing together how the, cause they made separate motions. They went down. Oh, that was fucking complicated. It got really complicated real quick. Because um, so. Friedel moved to, originally he moved to donate 15 Gs from the contingency fund, right? And right. Then, and he's done this previous before, so when Yahweh made an initiative <laughs> at a, another work session, he's like, yeah, well, what? Sorry. <laughs> Yakovich. <laughs> Yakovich. 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 <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> So Annie Yahweh was sitting at a bar. <laughs> oh, God damn No, he made it at a work session. Fidel did. Uh, well, why don't you just use um, a dollar for dollar match? And Yakovich was said, nah, I'm all right with the 15 grand. And in uh, Fidel's mind, I guess that was, um, he probably didn't hear what he said. Uh, I'm assuming. it was a dare. It was a dare. So he brought oh. it up at the regular session again. And the council went through an hour kind of dance of. Motions and amendments to motions and... Dude, I tell you. It got confusing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Confusing is not the right word. You Well, fucking nobody there. None of the city council members even fucking remembered where they were by the time it was all over. No. They're like, and wait, what, what were we going to do? That was another question I had for Kevin. I was like, who keeps track of the motions? He's like, fuck, I don't know. Denise. <laughs> She's just up there furiously <laughs> scribbling. I don't But no one know, paused man. in the middle. He's like, uh... Oh no! It was back the motion or what we got going on here. But regardless, um, so last or Monday night, they got to so it would be forty five thousand dollars for the overall what four hundred thousand dollars they're looking to raise for it. Four hundred thousand dollars? Did I say that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple guys showed up and gave out challenge coins to the the council members. Sure. Which, you know, as part of their fundraising, but. Former uh, city council member and current uh, county commissioner, Dennis Pittman. He was there, yep. was there, and he did have the challenge coins. And just so you know, those challenge coins are stored at my office. Ooh. They're very exciting. Cool. Are they colored? They look like they were colored. They're enameled. They're actually really pretty. They're very well made. They're very expensive, though, too. And some dude bought... I can't remember how much they are. I think they're, they're either... 10 or 20 bucks a piece. Hmm. And some dude whose son is on the ship bought a hundred of them. Wow. Like 
minimum you spent a thousand dollars on this and just bought them to give out to his friends and family and blah yeah. blah blah yeah, that's kind of a nice thing to do but whatever um and captain ed arnold was there he was the whole evening because there was a whole lot going on in his bailiwick sure was that night what with the warship and the and the subdivision and that fucker stuck it out too. Sure did. He did a good Stayed job. Stayed to the end. Yep. Uh, that's not easy for a man of his age. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's a lot of screaming in the breach for me. Uh, I get I, it, but I, don't, I get it, but I don't get yeah. it. But it sounds like it's got enough private dollars and you know enough of the good old boy club uh, supporting it wholeheartedly that I don't know, anything dude. that I would say would be completely just screaming in the breach. They're uh, they're what one. 130,000 now or 140 total. They've Whatever had, they're at. They're well into their second year yeah. of fundraising and they only have until August. Yeah. To get all of it it's, done. It's, it's interesting the the veracity of the, the the giving to such a thing. Well, they're still short. Yeah. Of where they need to be. But still, so. I mean it's fucking, it's aggressive <laughs> yeah. giving. I know. I can think of a couple other things that we could use 400k for. Okay. If I'm honest. You saw that the budget for this year for the United States mm-hmm. defense spending 750 mm-hmm. billion. Yeah. But we need to have a bake sale to. It's more than a bake sale. There's but it's big money behind it. So, like I well, said, just relatively speaking, 400k to 750 <laughs> billion. There's is no way you're not sounding like an sale. asshole when you're talking about it. I know, dude. Thing. But it's fucking ridiculous. Like, but I'm saying this is a, a grandson of two World War II veterans. Uh, it would to, totally, you know. Here we are. We're both like, Joes. What the, what the hell are you doing? But yeah, I mean, why can't you fucking throw another four hundred thousand dollars at this little fucking? It's a that's another. Imagine on how the many Titanic. frigates you could build for that kind of Jesus money. Jesus Christ! There was one dif- dissenting vote, and it was kind of crazy. He gave a statement before how he supports the military and everything, but. Frankie Walt voted against the contingency allowances. He didn't think that needed to go towards that. Something about taxpayer dollars. Are we going to talk about Frankie Walt's just allergy to any kind of expenditure? Uh, we we could. I mean, he will stick on Frankie Walt. So he went into bills. Yeah. Which was number P on when, your regular or consent agenda. Way into bills. He went way into bills and picked out a 2650 uh, charge made by Thule. Yeah. I believe it was Thule. Like four hours of work for 2650 bucks. That I saw, I visibly saw Councilman Brown's hackles come up. Oh my God. <laughs> but he was, he was pretty concerned that. Everybody was going to start nitpicking bills, and if that's the direction where you know micromanage city staff and infrastructure, that he's not going to like it. I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> are you kidding me? He's... And this is something that's been audited by the city finance director and approved by the city administrator. So yeah, um, and the party of smaller government, sure, nitpicking bills mm-hmm. like that. Are you kidding me, dude? Come on. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Why are you on so city So he picked council? a battle, and it did not go well. Oh, it did not. He did was not chastised well. by... Uh, um, uh, Sean Brown. Sean Brown and Penny. Yeah. Later, Penny went back into the nitpicky, micromanagey shit, and yeah. I don't blame her. Sure. That was ridiculous. Yeah. 
hey, you want to get it to know a council member? We haven't done this segment for a while. Oh, I'd love to. Would you? Can I now? Mm, we can. Last time we did Friedel, mm-hmm. which we're talking central billings. Yep. Midtown. Midtown. Central Midtown. Becoming known now as. Now we're heading west. West and north a little bit. Who are we talking about now? I, well, he kind of straight north off of uh, off of Ward 3. There's like a weird little sliver that goes down. I don't know what kind of gerrymandering made this happen, but mm. it's down like Polly and Rimrock. No. It's weird. It, it's like the everything under the rims once you leave MSUB right. and then head out west. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. How do they even determine what the words are? I guess yeah, that's it's another been thing. determined probably a long time ago, and then that's just the way it is until someone decides that that's not right anymore. Well, yeah, and it's got to be because, like, if you keep annexing, the central wards certainly aren't going to grow, but the outer wards cert- definitely will. He, I think it's just straight Reg Gibbs. So that's that's one thing I was <laughs> trying to fucking figure out. <laughs> so so did I. it's it's like, is it Reginald? Is it Reggie? Reggie Reginald? Fucking is it Raymond? Register? I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> It's R E G, but it's 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 spelled R E G, but it's pronounced Reg, mm-hmm. which would be R E J, or R E D G E, or reg. that's Reg 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 that's, that's Reg pronounced Reg man right Reg am I Reg? Hmm. Well, whatever. Let's just go, Councilman Councilmember Gibbs Gibbs Councilmember Gibbs. Mm-hmm. He was uh, um, appointed to. Uh, Replace Ryan Sullivan. Who moved to Houston? Trader. Yeah, he did. He did. Fucking A. I will never forgive him for mm-hmm. that. Never forget. I actually kind of liked him by the end. Yeah, I, I didn't right. agree with his first little bit, but I no. think he kind of came around and he seemed like a thoughtful dude. So He did. Sorry to see you go, Mr. Sully, and mm-hmm. you're dead to me. Uh, so I looked up all kinds of shit about him and I cannot find voting records. Um, well, we can start with maybe his one most contentious one, which was switching his vote on the one big sky one. Yeah. That so was, was kind of the, uh, that was contentious the, the swing on that one. Um, he's well, pretty mild mannered guy. He's got some pretty pointy questions. If you talking about software or anything computer related, he's usually, he's usually on it. And he pointed out a lot, uh, several times on Monday night, uh, Monday, March 11th, 2019, mm-hmm. for reference, if you want to look it up, um, that he has never separated anything until Monday night uh, in his 13 months as a council person. Yep. He's never made a separation. He's usually pretty damn quiet. Mm-hmm. He votes, I'd say, on the fiscal conservative end of the spectrum yep. and, and what I've seen of it. Plays his hand close close to the chest. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he doesn't give any tip offs where he's going. He usually. doesn't. He um he asks some he asks some questions, but he doesn't he gives the impression to me that he's not one of the folks who just likes to hear their own voice or make sure that they get to step in and be heard about something or make he's sure He's an that, introvert. Yeah, he kinda he's is. Totally introvert. He's he's always leaned back in that chair. Mm-hmm. And he's just listening, and I kind of like that about him. He yeah. doesn't. He certainly doesn't seem to have a desire to micromanage anything. Um, you can, th- yeah, I can tell he's thinking about shit. Yeah, and I kind of like it. He's mm-hmm. he's a conservative fellow. Sure is. He's got an interesting background. Yeah. Want to tell us a little more about that? Oh man. 
So Reg Gibbs, we're mm-hmm. gonna take this straight off of his profile on his uh, one of his websites. Reg Gibbs is the founder and president of Rocky Mountain Rehab, mm-hmm. PC of Billings, Montana, mm-hmm. as well as the co-founder and, and CEO of Inquis Global LLC, which is a um, evidence-based rehab experts kind of mm-hmm. very specialized. But if you're in that field, you totally know about it, kind of thing. Difficult um, to fucking figure out, honestly. Like yeah. reading all the stuff, like going to Rocky Mountain Rehab's website, uh-huh. you you can't even really get it. <laughs> so he earned his B, uh, uh, bachelor's uh, BS is bachelor's of science, right? Yeah, in uh, psychology in 1992 from Eastern Montana College. Looks great for his age. I'm gonna say it. He does, uh, and a master of science in re, uh, rehabilitation counseling in 1994 from Montana New- Montana State University Billings. Uh, he's a certified rehabilitation counselor, licensed clinical professional counselor, and certified brain injury specialist. Mm-hmm. He is also a certified life care planner and fellow of the International Academy of Life Care Planners. Additionally, he's an instructor with the Institute of Rehabilitation, Education, and Training in Newberry, Florida. He was an adjunct, adjunct professor of rehabilitation counseling at Montana State University Billings, for 13 years and is an, and an expert witness for the Social Security Administration for seven years. That's badass. Dude is, He's accomplished. Yeah. Uh, for the past 18 years, he has provided vocational rehabilitation, case management, case management, and life care planning services to both the government and private sectors. And he is also a consultant on disability issues. I, can I can I read to you his... Uh, the letters after his name. This is very exciting. Oh, it is. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I was thinking about the same thing. Go so, for it. Yeah. So it's it's Reg Gibbs. Yep. MS, mm-hmm. CRC, okay. LCPC, yep. CBIS. You got it. FIALCP. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. It really is. <laughs> uh, in 2001, he founded Bright's, uh, Bright Sun Technologies, Inc., a business that develops software for the rehabilitation ish- industry. One of the letters to the editor I found, um, he was one of the first uh, American Red Cross counselors to uh, Ground Zero on 9-11. He was one of the first counselors to show up and start working with people at at Ground Zero. He seems to be a pretty fucking solid dude, and you cannot say that the dude is undereducated. No. He definitely puts in the work, and uh, to take on the additional workload of being a council member, you you gotta hand it to him. I mean, that's... A motivated dude. Here's to Reg Gibbs. Here's to right Reg there. Gibbs. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Get to Know Your Counselor, sponsored by Hams. <laughs> the beer that built America. <laughs> I kind of want to touch on centralized document management systems because I read through it. I was so fucking bored on Sunday. Wow, yeah. Apparently. If you Google Hams. <laughs> the third, fourth, fifth... Result is fast growing hams looks to stay red hot in 2018. Wow. So, hey, who Dude, wants. Are we on the like, cutting edge? Who wants some red hot hams? Oh, man, who doesn't? <laughs> that sounds delicious. I want to take some red hot and put it in hams <laughs> and drink it at the same time. <laughs> Just cinnamon hams. Hams. Cinna- oh, see that three times fast. Red hot cinnamon, cinnamon hams. Cinnamon hams. Cinnamon hams. Cinnamon hams. <laughs> 
So I'm just going to read this straight off the agenda because it was just so interesting. So city administration, along with leadership team, recognized the need for centralized document imaging Mm -hmm. or CDI, if you're not in the whole brevity thing. (laughs) Uh, Solutions to manage and digitize. (laughs) Sorry. Arms up. <laughs> it's good. It's fine. Uh, solution to manage and digitize our daily important documents, including contracts, invoices, plans, agreements, budgets, legal documents, etc., etc. Um, the desired system will allow us, us, the city. There we go. Uh, to manage, archive, preserve, search, and share content with other users in a secure and controlled manner. Our organization currently stores paper documents in boxes, boxes taking up valuable storage space in many of our facilities. What the fuck are they going to... Is that why? Yeah, they're like, we need the space for something else. Uh, yeah, exactly. Paper documents are very <laughs> inefficient to search and or manage. You don't say. Some departments have digitized documents, but they are located in a variety of different locations and, not, and cannot be accessed or managed from a single user interface. So I thought it was just... Absolutely wonderful that the city of Billings has joined the digitized movement. So the digital things are stored in different places and not... Does that mean that somebody's got like a fucking USB thumb drive on their keychain? No, this is physical paper. No, I mean, but they say there's some electronic documents. There is. But they're stored in different places. Sure. I'm I'm guessing it's a national treasure kind of situation that you sort of find a clue that unlocks another clue. Behind a brick and a church. Behind a brick. (gasps) So um, the organization, which is the city of Billings in this this contract, the the organization shall shall reimburse Harris, which is the software guy, blah, 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 putting all the stuff in the computer, making do the doobly do. Um, the the total cost is one thirty three four ninety one. So one hundred thirty three thousand dollars to come and basically digitize. My understanding, digitize the rest of the documents so that the city staff can actually access them in a efficient manner. And I'm all for that. That seems like a yeah. really fucking. It's going to pay idea. off in spades. Just yeah. for you know, save work time. A hundred percent. I yeah. think it's a great idea. I just think it's funny that they're justifying it because they need the fucking room for something. <laughs> like, like, what the oh, fuck yeah, else do you say? How do you save, you know, say, you can say save labor, you know, ease of <laughs> just whatever. Um, like, or what if there's a flood or a fucking fire? Do you want to lose everything, right? <laughs> what if there's a termite infestation? They it's just ridiculous. Like, love important documents. We need the room. <laughs> of course you do. That's what? not why you digitize things. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, so the organization, which is the city of Billings, shall reimburse Harris for, one, its direct travel expenses, including, but not limited to, hotel, airfare, car rental, tolls, parking, and airline, and travel agent fees. Uh, so when he travels, it, uh, is, it comes at a rate of 75 bucks an hour. Makes sense. Sure does. Uh, a per diem rate of $65 uh, for, uh, for week for weekdays and a, let's see, $110 for weekends and st- uh, statutory holidays that includes all meal, food, and telecommunic- telecommunications expenses. Okay. <laughs> but my favorite part of this is in parentheses, it says, no receipts will be provided. Oh, really? Yeah. Make up whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> is that too He's much? not going to provide any receipts. Is that too much paperwork there? Apparently. Man- document is, management is it, system Does that guy? mean that he's putting it on like you know, like a thumb drive, you say? It just like <laughs> gives it to him? 
<laughs> Would you no. have to put in proof that you were spending this money? I think he stops by the public works office every morning and picks up 65 bucks, unless it's a holiday or weekend, in which case he picks up 110 Yeah. In cash. Yeah. And goes straight to the rainbow. So, yeah. <laughs> There's a mileage charge based on the current uh, Internal Revenue Service recommended, recommended uh, rate per mile and all other reasonable expenses incurred. In the performance of Harris's duties include courier service and documentation, copying, or production. These costs are excluded from the total fees amount described in Section 61.A. And it's not, I mean, $65 per diem is not a, that's not unreasonable. I get it. I just like... No receipts will be provided by the document management that's, company. That's right. Jesus Christ. So I'm not going to prove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is just unreasonable to try to keep track of paperwork. Oh, um, that's fine. There's training with this as well. Harris recommends a minimum of 10 people in each training class for optimal training. That's fine. Um, if the training class exceeds 10 people, so this is 10 people, you're t- teaching people how to use this whole system. If it goes above 10 people, uh, the organization may be assessed an additional charge for an additional instructor. So 10 is the limit for Harris. 10, okay. I can only do 10. But a minimum of 10, too. Yeah. If it goes 11, 9. But a maximum of 10. Right. Stuff the nuance in these these contracts is just fucking great. If there's eleven, we're gonna need two instructors, but there needs to be at least ten to make it worth one instructor's mm-hmm. time. And they detail out his whole performance, like uh, performance by Harris section. Uh, if you're you know following along with us online here, uh, section one dot two. Is this picture pages uh, with uh, Bill Cosby? <laughs> exactly. Oh okay. no, Harris is coming to put the documents in the computer. <laughs> Uh, section 1.2. Thank uh, you section for doing that. Yep. <laughs> Manner of performance. Harris shall perform the services in an efficient, competent, and timely manner and exercise reasonable care, skill, and diligence in the performance thereof. Boy. Mm. Thanks, Harris. Wow. That is that delightful. That is sexy. That is hot. Woo! Getting our 65 bucks a day worth right there. Yeah. And that's on that one. Uh, hey. There, there, was, there was a small one. We'll just touch on it just because it's Billings. I mean, it's the O'Malley Farm Subdivision yeah. uh, off of Virginia. Where they grow apples? They do. Um, if you've been driving up Virginia, um, headed up north towards the college, you look to the left there, it looks like a house is on some stilts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're taking that land and they're subdividing it into three different parcels. So a bunch of trees three, are gone there. A bunch of trees are gone there. Um, nice old house is being moved somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, but... There's going to be three new houses there. So It is a nice-looking old house. So as you're driving by, listening to this podcast at this very actual moment where you're driving by that Virginia Lane house, you go, oh, that's what's going on there. That's what's going on there. Okay, fair enough. Yep. Now you know. You do know indeed. Remember when they knocked down Shadow Lot at the corner of uh, Virginia? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that was a beautiful house. It was. It was definitely run down. It was, it was not taken care of in its later that's, years. That's, that's for fun. damn sure. It, was, it would have been cost prohibitive, but it was absolutely gorgeous. It was back in its day. It's just, as I recall, it just turned into a party house in the 70s. Yeah, that's fair. Just got run down. But it had some cool wood trim stuff in there, and it was just a house, one single house on a corner, and now there is one, two, three, there's like five, four or five houses. And they're all... Eight lots, and they're just all opulent. They're all... $500,000 <laughs> houses. Way bigger than mm-hmm. the one they knocked down. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's it's, along with the one that's on the backside, which is the size of a the mansion that's out there in Old Ironwood. Yeah, it's really big. We could talk about that. I mean, one big sky. Yeah, well, the one. I suppose. Yeah, on that. the 11th. The 11th was the last or the last time that could, council could bring up um, the one big sky thing again. Basically, make it do a revote. They can do a do a revote. They can do a revote on something the next work session or the next regular meeting mm-hmm. after the vote. If one member of the prevailing group um, makes a motion to, and then it is seconded, yeah, you can revote on uh, an issue voted on in the previous uh, regular meeting. Sure. So one of the no voters would have had to move that they revote, and then I think anybody can second it. I don't think it has to be from the. I don't think it has to be from the group. negative side, no. Um, or but positive, even in situation. In some situations, there yep. might be a revote on a yes vote or whatever. Right. Um, which is funny. So here's a question. I guess if it's a tie, who is the prevailing? But I guess well, it's since, a tie, it, it's since a it no. became a tie, it was a no. So the, yeah, okay. the so if you voted it's against it, that's yeah. I sort of came, went through the same thing. It's like, well, if it's a tie, there's no, you know. Yeah. But if it's a tie, that means it defeats the motion. So mm-hmm. yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, so Denise, uh, who is the president of the chamber, she was there to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billings Hotel and Convention Center guy was there speaking for USS Billings, but his son came along with him. And spoke in favor of one big sky. I'm not gonna say he he did all right. I mean, it was his first time speaking, probably. But it, yeah, uh, Ronin kind of ripped him a new asshole. Yeah, she did. That was kind of rough. Um, um, she said something about. So you think the city has put in four hundred thousand dollars towards you think one big sky? Written, a but really, the city probably Landmark. has agreed to a contract with Landmark that has required the city to pay millions of dollars of, in case you know they go and go mm-hmm. forward with any sort of development. But that's beyond the point, Penny. Beyond the point. <laughs> it was she really got him though. So you think the city has written a check to Landmark for four hundred thousand dollars? He's like, uh, yeah. And she goes, okay. And then just like, may as well have turned around. Yeah. At that point, it he was... Didn't, he didn't necessarily have like a prepared statement, but... No, and he... And anyway, it was, his heart was definitely in the right place. I totally understand. That guy got up, so his dad owns the Billings Hotel and Convention Center. Um, he's yeah. working with his dad. Seemed uh, like a nice enough dude. Seemed like a nice enough dude. Um, so the, nobody on the dissenting side decided to pick up and say, hey, we need to go back and redo this vote. Instead, they went uh, the direction of, we're totally in support of LC-1182, um, completely omitting landmark, Hamas, anything from mm-hmm. that letter of support that yeah. they're going to send to the legislature. A unanimous letter of support from mm-hmm. the city council of Billings, Montana, saying we completely support this piece of legislation that would have enabled this project that we voted against. Yes, it was totally confused, um, and we had mm-hmm. uh, a prime Dick Clark moment where he's like, what th- "This doing? isn't this isn't about the landmark contract. This is not about the landmark contract. This is about the legislation." And he took up his microphone and did the that motion. Here's what I heard <laughs> streaming. Uh, blah, blah 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 blah. I'm Mayor Cole. Blah blah. blah. Um, Councilman Clark. 
sit back like this. <laughs> Thank you, Councilman Clark. Thank you. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he will not talk into a fucking microphone. He's got a lot going on. He had his glaucoma surgery. Yeah, that'll make it impossible to talk into a microphone. Yeah, well, he can't see the button to push to turn on his microphone. So. Why'd he get the fucking surgery? <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> cool. Yep. Well, I think we've hit everything. Um, oh, yeah. There's a, there's a few updates to the website. So if you're worried about or if you're wondering where you could attend a meeting, mm-hmm. how you could become involved with the city, there is now a tab on the website, uh, the Friday Packet. Dot com. You go yep. to that. Look in the upper bar. You can go to uh, Happenings and Billings, I believe I titled it. But you can click on it. It sends you to a calendar of the city events. So all the, the events in March are all listed there, and you can mm-hmm. read them off. You know, from task force meetings to planning board meetings to zone change meetings. They're all right there. I'm for it. Mm-hmm. I think it That's works there. nicely. Um, and, of course... Always, you can go to thefridaypacket at gmail.com with questions, comments, and concerns. We got one this week from a good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. It was very informative. It is. Um, we're still doing some research on it. We've been waiting to hear back from him. We're fact-checking. We are. We're fact-checking. Um, um, also, go to patreon.com forward slash thefridaypacket to become a RoboCop-level member just for a dollar. We That's got, all we're asking. It's just a dollar. It's very reasonable. And I'd not take that from Dan Carlin's website. I believe you. A dollar a show. That's all we ask. Yep. <laughs> I did not do that. Um, why would I do that? Why, why would you? Uh-huh. He's he's not. You can't trust that guy. No. It's fine. He's totally a cop. Yeah, he's definitely a cop. He totally is a cop. At least he doesn't buy fucking records all the time.